<laughs> no, it tastes delicious. Okay, everybody, welcome back to the Figure It Out podcast with me, Chandler Collins. It is a great day to have a great day, everybody, on the podcast with us tonight. Curran, uh, sorry, I just really, uh, I just kind of felt like pissing me off. I hope it works because... You know what? I'm going to go ahead and say it. I don't believe it that did. story about you in high school one bit. You weren't drinking in high school. No way. <laughs> Twas, but okay, continue. I mean, I, was, I wasn't. I was a good boy in high school. Were you? Are you? What are you drinking tonight? This is something called peg leg porker. Mm. Can you tell the people what that is? It's a delicious, delicious bourbon from yeah. Tennessee. Well, tonight, people, uh, we have a great show ahead. Uh, of course, like I already said, but uh, a quick formal introduction. This is the Figure It Out podcast with me, Chandler Collins. Normal Wednesday crew on tonight. We got Curran and Alyssa. However, surprise special guest. He is big. His nickname is Burner, and it is Big Jordan Burner Turner. He's on the podcast with us tonight, rocking a a really nice uh, Chicago Bears Carhartt hat, which I'm a big fan of. Oh, yeah. Welcome aboard. Recurring guest, Burner. What's up, brother? Yes, I am. This is the second time on the show. Great to be back, gotta say. It's... um, been a nice little bit since last time so we've got a lot to catch up on i'm sure and i'm very yeah. excited to get into it so thanks mm-hmm. for having me yeah when when was it you were on like october maybe september even i've been like, hitting the head on- way too many times and my memory is gone <laughs> yeah. so i honestly can't remember i think it was I, I think i was still in middle school wrestling wasn't i or about to start it or yeah you were oh, october 6th october okay. 6th oh i didn't i was still a month out Wow, love that. Thank you, Melissa. How'd you have that so quick? The Instagram. It, oh, look nice. at our producer, people. That's why we keep her around. That's why we give her the big box for things like that. <laughs> Thank you very much. Alyssa, how are you doing? Welcome aboard. I'm good. I I don't have a ton tonight. Just got a little, but I'm good. Oh, uh, we can just, yeah. We can I'm do good whatever. in here. Nice. Yeah. Did you, uh, how's, how, uh, how was your weekend? Did you do anything fun, exciting? Yeah, Curran and I went to go see his nephews and we watched some football. Where do they live? Springfield. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, we got them um, some cookies and some balloons. They were going nuts. Off awesome. a division down there past 65. Whose kids are those, Curran? My brothers. Okay. Turner nice. and Rook. Oh, Nice name, Turner, huh? Uh-huh. My coach um, from high school named his kid Turner after I had left. I just want to point that out. I don't know if he's named after me or not, but oddly suspicious, in my opinion, that I, you I know, graduated Turner, I had, and then he names his kid Turner. I'd have to agree. I I, I told I my brother that I was always hanging out with you, and all of a sudden his first kid's name's Turner. I mean, it's kind of crazy. That might be two kids. <laughs> you, Turner, would you mind if he named your kid uh or if he named his kid after you like if he came out and said that would you care i would be honored (laughs) really whoever wants to name their kid after me go for it it's a stupid name but hey have at it i think my name's boring at least not stupid but jordan turner 
It's bland, you know, boring. Snooze. William Turner is much better. Jordan Turner is the best player to have ever played in the TOC. <laughs> 25th best. Dude, oh, 24th. Even... Oh, yeah. 20, 24th ahead of Taco. Will you tell tell the people that story real quick about how you were you played at Willard? <laughs> you, you would just you tell it. Um, so my senior year of high school, um, I had already been offered or not yet offered by Missouri State, but they were looking at me and I decided that it would be my best interest to play basketball. I was also friends with a few of the basketball players. And we were in the tournament of champions that year. And I had already been kind of a, uh, become a crowd favorite by this point because I'm a six, six, 330 pound basketball player with a long mullet from Willard, with Missouri. Willard across your chest, brother. Roll the, Tigers. The tribal W, baby. And um, so, <laughs> yeah, we're, um, we're in the tournament of champions. We play through it. I don't play very well. I don't play very much. We're playing Paul the Sixth. They're like the number four team in the country. They're 40 balling us. Who just, by the way, won the tournament of champions this year. This year, Continue. yes. And they're like 40 balling us and I'm in. And I get the ball and the crowd like gas because I have an open shot. But I look like I catch it kind of on the block. I look <laughs> and there's this like seven foot dude chasing after me. He's like two strides away. So I kind of panic, turn around, throw it up. Doings off the back of the backboard, goes off the other side, doesn't even touch rim. The whole route goes. The crowd just was like, oh. <laughs> and um, so I didn't play very much. But just because I was had a, a fat kid playing foot or basketball with a mullet, they did a ranking that year, one through 25 best players in the Tournament of Champions. This had Ben Simmons. It had like a crazy list of players. Yeah, and I, actually I, was, I went to that one. Yeah, and I was number 24. And my stat line didn't even have anything. All it just said was mullet. Pure mullet, baby. Yeah, it yeah. literally, the stat line just didn't have any numbers mullet. And then number 25 was Taco Fall. Do you think the that might have been Wyatt wrote that back in the day? That kind Wyatt of Wheeler? Because, like, wasn't it your, wasn't it like the top 25 of the tournament? So somebody local did that article. Yeah, it could have been Newsleader. And he would write something like mullet just to get you, just to get like the headline. Possibly. Do you have connection that you could ask? I could ask, honestly. Yeah, I like Wyatt. He's also one of my favorite people in the sports media. I like him too, honestly. I, I, I'm sorry, Curran, but I, I, I do like him. As he's well. better than yeah. Ned Reynolds. I'll give him that. Well, Ned duh, Reynolds. because he's not a yeah. <coughs> he's not eighty thousand. Yeah. No it, offense to the legend that is Ned, but I mean. Yeah, nitwit Ned. He still gives out his picks in the Ozark yeah. pigskin. Yeah, I wish Dude, he. he Stop buckling his seat. That's what I wish. <laughs> Jeepers. <laughs> God, Curran, seriously, why? Well, he's he has done my he did myself dirty. And also he did my father dirty. So we both it's it's in the family. It's almost in the blood that we don't like him. He's so old that not not saying that my dad's old, but my dad's pretty old, over 60. <clears throat> But he wrote an article back in the day about how my dad was too small to play. And he went on to play in the majors. And then you have the pigskin preview where they, you know, if you're from the area, you understand that Ned Reynolds picks out a couple groomed boys that he likes, I guess, (laughs) (laughs) to be on the cover of the pigskin. I didn't get on the cover either, which I thought was I didn't get on the cover. And he had Monette finishing seventh out of eight in the big eight 
the year that we went on to trounce everybody and win it, but that old bastard's lost it, to be honest. Is yeah. that the year that you played D. Cole in the championship? No, that or was... Or not, not D. Cole, Zeke, I mean? Yes, that was the year. Sorry, not, not Dylan. But actually, shout out Dylan. He's on the number one seed in the AFC, dude. That's True. pretty sick, huh? Yeah, that is the playoffs. He went from the basement of the NFL on the Texans to getting significant time with the number one team in the AFC. Plays the Bengals this weekend. Tough matchup for the Titans. Um, I am excited. Thoughts? thoughts? Real quick, go go Bengals. <laughs> yes. Chiefs beat the Bills. We want to play the Bengals. Ooh. A hundred percent. I was seeing your tweets today about the Bills, but dude. They went seven for seven. I get being lucky on one drive. They went seven for seven until they kneeled it down. You can't start okay, okay, like being okay. like, oh, they got lucky. Yeah, very – no, very impressive, but do it again. True. Well, they ain't going to do it again, but – We'll see. They're the, they're what? Like the number three ranked offense and the number one defense coming into KC? I would be a little bit more worried than you seem. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, no, yeah. No. Get that fucking hat off your head. Fuck you, Jordan. No coming here talking about I am just Sorry. saying. Sorry. I'm just trying to come I... from the unbiased perspective. <laughs> yeah, unbiased. No, it's – I Turner's unbiased. I get it. Um, it's completely I valid. Am, I am worried. I'm definitely worried. I don't want to get We're that. We're all worried. We're all – I want to get that straight right now. But no, You just need to be speaking better. It is the best game we of the need... division around, though. Guess who texted me talking shit on the pod just uh, on Monday, guys? And and it didn't even make sense. Eric Fermanek texted uh, text Oh, Fermi. And he was, making, he was making fun of my, uh, my weather comment from last week. <laughs> Sounds about right. What, what was your comment? It was uh, <laughs> Fermanek texted me and said, weather is just crazy quotation marks and he's like fired or like a hot take here or something like that it was hilarious (laughs) yeah that sounds about right so i took it upon myself now i'm gonna bring up weather on every single episode it's Uh, about to get cold about to get freezing cold just to spite him and this is i don't know this is weather i think but there was a Fucking this volcano went off in Tonga. I, mean, I was gonna bring that up. I had that written down. That was crazy. Is that is that weather? Yeah, uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, Mother Nature. It's right? a climate event. Okay. Yeah, right? Okay, good. Well, that's what I want. Underwater to volcano. That is insane. That's something that like we'll probably never experience in any well, way. Well, did you see the uh, like the satellite footage so. of it? Did I see the, the pictures of it? Like everything looks black. Or the no, video, the video, like the video from of it. Fucking oh, the satellite. Dude. There's like oh, satellite videos of it. I'll send it to video. you right now. I've got it. I've got it. Or, here, I'll pull. It, I'll pull it up and share my screen. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, nice. Come on. Okay, this is a great time to bring them to our listeners. This will be. We said it last week. We got it wrong. Our fault. We will Aaron's have the fault. first. No, it was all of our fault. We will have our first episode up on YouTube. Tonight or tomorrow, stay tuned. Figure, <laughs> figure it out underscore pod, right, Alyssa? What is it? What's our channel? Okay, so it turns out there's actually like dozens of podcasts named Figure It Out. So none better just, than this one? None better than ours. We're just one of them, but we haven't put any videos out, so it's really hard to find the account. So once we like name it something very 
unique then it'll be easier to find but it is figure it out podcast okay okay hey chandler okay. it says host disabled participant screen share oh, something on your end dang it chandler oh boy i don't know if i know how to do this <laughs> so i'm gonna start googling Producer. i can uh, cut the video i was gonna no, i can always I can cut the video this. actually i can get it because i'm the one who's screen recording Yeah, make sure you get the right one though. Oh my god, why is technology so difficult nowadays? I got it. I got it. Okay. Are you sure? Probably not. He's gonna choose the wrong one. Click here for more space.com videos. Fuck you. Hey, come on, hell. Children listen to the show. All this for a volcano. This goes to show how important it is, honestly, I'd say. Well, Chandler, it was huge. Yeah, did you uh, like the size of the blast from like the satellite footage is almost the size of Germany, uh, yeah. like the entire country. Holy country. fuck! What? Like How? you can you see it like from like the satellite and it's up in the world view, kind of like it's kind of looking like this right here behind me, yeah. and it's just like this, like up like that. Oh, and so real? you can see from space. Yeah, it's huge, and so you know, almost the size of Germany, just up in. Water oh, is, is that what Rogan put on his Instagram the other day? Did yeah. You see that? Uh-huh. Okay. So I did see it, but I didn't, I guess I didn't read the caption because I didn't realize that. Yeah. That's Rogan's insane. fans are a lot different too. They started, they were like, start praying, Rogan, and started quoting Bible verses and stuff. It was kind of funny. <laughs> it's all biblical. Dude. Uh, that, yeah. Turner. <laughs> Uh, Chandler, I just texted that video to you. I don't know if you're if you can open it on your computer. Oh, I'll, I'll just watch here on my cell phone. Karim, how are, how is it going down there for you? Are you getting anywhere? Oh my god! Yeah, it's impressive. I got the infrared, but I'm looking for the one that I know Jordan's talking about. Can, I can send it to you. I've got the link. That right is here. literally insane. Chat. Yeah, put it in chat. Put it in chat, dude. And if it's the size of Germany, Tonga is like fucking, what, the size of Arkansas? Yeah. <laughs> like, just it's about. not that big, you know, and it's just that explosion. Tis in chat. Shit. Yeah, I got it. Here we go. Okay. So I've got it on the camera now. Chandler, I don't know. Jesus Christ. I don't know if you can see it on your screen. You're probably going to have to. No, I just watched it on my phone, so I'm good. <clears throat> Worry about that. Yeah, so you can see from everyone who's watching this, there's literally some islands right above it that are, as Jordan said, about the size of Germany that are just completely blotted out by the ash cloud of this thing. It's yeah. absolutely insane. I saw a picture of it over France, and it was basically the size of France. Yeah. So, like, how does that how how does that like get off the island? Like, it just is going to be there until it like washes away, or what? Well, like, I, off the trees and all that shit. Well, from what I believe is the island itself was only like ten foot out of the water. It was a mostly underwater volcano that erupted and it just sent a whole bunch of ash and stuff but whenever that lava meets the seawater it cools down and it becomes 
landmass, I guess yeah. you'd say. Right, but like the pictures of Tonga that look like everything is like black from the ash that's like settled. Like, how yeah, I that... think I I think that's one of the islands. I think it was called Tonga is what exploded, but I think Tonga is one in the video that they'll see is one of the islands that's just up to the northwest of it that was covered in all the ash. But the the volcano itself wasn't really part of the island where people lived, if that makes sense. It was a volcano that was just out to sea from the island where people were living. The island that oh, exploded was like, okay. was, they knew it was a volcano and it's been erupting for a while and a new landmass had appeared there. Um, wow, but they that's said, fucking insane. Yeah, it's it was just island boys. They were living in an island world. Oh, can I went boom boom? What? That would suck, honestly. Turner, who? What are those guys? Uh, they're famous. That's what they are. Are they? Probably got money. Yeah. Oh, they they're, they're at like U, they're at like UFC events and shit. I mean, didn't just... they get booed off stage though? Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're, they're like island boys. They I mean, just but, don't yeah. care. It's just like at this point, it just doesn't matter how did you, you see get them, to that point of being famous and making money. But did you see him on one of the Paul Brothers podcasts? I think it was Logan. But one of Logan Paul's buddies on the podcast, they were talking to the Island Boys, and the other boys were like, Yeah, we got 40 carrots in the teeth. They can't take it out. It's part of our teeth now. The grills, it's like set into their teeth. Awesome. And one and one of the guys was like, you know, if you know. Let's just say, heaven forbid, things go bad. If you take those diamonds out of your teeth and invest them, you guys probably won't have to work again. And they lost their minds that this guy would dare to say that they were going to run out of business or whatever for their shitty one-hit song that they had. Storm, <laughs> was... Stormed off the podcast. It was, it was good. Oh, yeah. Island a couple of freaking boners, honestly. Just yeah. disgusting. Would, would you hang out with them, Turner? Not a chance. I would even consider it unless I'm getting paid at least 10 grand. I think I'd hang out with them. Oh, yeah, we know you would. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, just for like kind of like to, to report back to you guys. I mean, it'd be like, it'd be like a one. I mean, it. hanging out with those guys. Wow. You, would love you know it. who I want to have on the podcast? And this is in no way, shape, or form related to what we were just talking about. This is a completely random tangent. But I've been thinking about this for a while. I want to have Dion on the podcast. Or you should Jay get Rand. five. You should get both of them, honestly. Yeah. yeah Dude, Dion and Jayran? Yes. Oh, I love Jayran. Get Jayran. We should also get we should also get Lovelace on the podcast sometime. That'd be sick because he has his own like media following. Yeah, yeah, that'd he's be, pretty big be... on YouTube, and I think he's got a cooking channel as well. Oh, yeah, wow. I love Lace. I love Lovelace. So he's awesome. Oh yeah, I need to message him. We could we could have some good we could have some good guests this this uh, this year. I think I think that should be a goal for us. We should try to get um, a guest on with us, just like I don't know somebody we know like this or however, but. Uh, I think we should keep our options open. Get whoever, whoever we can on at any time. Yeah, I mean, it's early on. It's early on in the year. you got plenty of time. Start booking now. Yeah, absolutely. 
And I feel like the more you plan, the, the easier it is to get people to come on. I mean, I guess not really, though. Turner, I literally texted you yesterday. Um, I mean, I don't know how close you were with D. Cole, but what do you, do you think you could get D, D. Cole on the podcast? I think that'd be a cool podcast. Yeah, I think I could get Dylan on. I mean, he – I thought we were decently close. Remember, I mean, he was I, always cool with it with us. I thought so. Yeah, I did too. I mean, I fucking roomed with him every time we traveled. So that's right. That's yeah. right. You guys were OLBs. Yeah. And him like, and definitely. I remember he used to Im, uh, imitate me really well. And we remember yeah, we played that game. Right. With, we played that game with Stanford uh-huh. where we had him turn around and like we were gonna like tell him we were gonna talk, and then he had to pick which one was which and. uh Dylan talked and he thought it was me, but Dylan yeah, was can... actually the one that talked because he like turned around, couldn't see who it was. Dylan spoke and he guessed, or he turned back around, and he guessed that it was me who talked and it was Dylan. So that's kind of sick. Yeah, that's funny. You were imitated by an NFL player. Yes, I'll you take know. it. Oh, Chandler. Speaking of planning in the new year, how is the jujitsu coming? Um, it hasn't gone off to a good, <laughs> it hasn't been good recently. <laughs> um, basically since the last time we, uh, since the last time we talked, which was last Tuesday night, episode Wednesday, uh, I've been zero times. So <laughs> good it's, start. Uh, it, it's, it's not great. Um, so I doubt it gets started really anytime soon. Um, I think you're just focusing your mind right now, right? Spring's going to be a lot busier than than my fall was, so I'm just going to go ahead and continue to work out and not really worry about trying to do that. True. Right. For right now, growing. for right now, things could change. Yeah. Things could change, I'm telling you. Jiu-Jitsu, not out of the equation in 2022. Just right now, it's not in my PEMDAS. It's not in order. <laughs> right. Do you think if you FaceTimed Colin Jones, they'd give you like free sessions on self-defense? Um Jones would probably fucking do it. He would, but he would like teach me in French. <laughs> <laughs> is he is I guess he is he learning French? Is that what I think he's is that on a story? It. Or did he send it to degenerates? Yeah, he sometimes he sends it into degenerates, and then the other night. He was fucking snap messaging me, uh, like in French. I didn't have any idea what he was saying. Hey, honestly, I think it's cool to know multiple languages, so that's pretty neat. Honestly. Yeah, I do too. So I started to send back some very basic Spanish. <laughs> Even though, didn't you like minor in Spanish? Like, I don't Spanish I, minor. I don't understand how you minor in Spanish and then don't know a single thing besides like "Como estás?" No, me I, llamo I, es Chandler. I can read it really well, and if I think about it, I can speak about that. Muy bueno, Jordan. Tell me what to say. Tell me what to say, Turner. Me? Okay. Um, Que paso, wey. Say, this coming um, weekend, the Chiefs will lose to the Buffalo Bills. (laughs) In Spanish, though. Espanol. Wishful, uh, wishful thinking. No, uh, no, no, say, no say Espanol. That's what I thought. Good try, Turner, but um, that really ruined the game. <laughs> I tend to do that, my bad. 
It's okay. We'll uh, we'll keep you around. Burner, how's Claire? She's doing she, well. Should I uh, bring her in for a little special appearance? Is she around? Yeah, actually do it, please. Bring she might on. be on the phone. Just a second. Uh, get her off the phone. It's crazy. Her, he moves. Oh, her, 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 uh, she's actually, her, her friend is here. Oh, okay. They're in the middle of a, what seems to be maybe a deep conversation. I don't know. Oh, some good gossip. None Honestly, of my business. At least I try to not make it. Could it be the Figure It Out podcast business? We could be put, put a microphone out there with them i think fun. they're probably jealous they're gonna make their own podcast some live right. gossip <laughs> it would suck <laughs> they're gonna make their own oh my god that's five second call oh wow guys i'm watching kansas oklahoma kansas ball opposite end of the court 65 64 with five seconds left kansas in balling had to burn a timeout their last one <laughs> this is gonna be an interesting finish but Alyssa, you've been watching any sports? You guys watch football this weekend? If you could pick one sport, Alyssa, to watch that isn't volleyball, what would it be? Like right any, now? Any. Besides uh, volleyball. Hockey, probably. Okay. Hockey nice. or football. I like hockey and football. Yeah. Hockey is sick. I wish I watched it more. It's honestly so accessible right now. It's on mm-hmm. TNT. It's on ESPN now. I mean, ESPN has like hockey night now. It's kind of weird. Have you seen oh. any of that, Turner? Huh? They have like, you know how they always have, they have the NBA on ESPN all the time, but they do that exact same thing for the NHL. Like it's set up the same way. It's kind of sick. Have you seen really? any of that? No, I'm honestly not been watching much hockey. I don't know why, but I mean, maybe it's because I'm like coaching football, but my focus of sports is really narrowed. Like, um, in terms of NBA, I don't watch much NBA anymore. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't watch, watch baseball. Any NBA. Don't watch really any NHL. It's just all NFL, NCAA. It's. Uh, I feel like you watch. Uh, you were watching some MLB this year. We had a lot of Sundays where you'd come over for some for some matinee baseball. If you oh will. yeah, in the in the spring last year, um, for sure. But once I hit my internship in the summer, and then straight into a season in the fall and then straight into wrestling after that it's just i just stopped completely do you think that that um that internship that you had at ballparks of america ruined your baseball i mean it it it, it probably so much (laughs) yeah it probably didn't help that i was like had like six games a day where i'm like now batting number 14 chandler collins Just for 10 you, hours. You interned at Ballparks of America. Is that in Branson? Yeah. They, I interviewed there and they never called me back. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch town. I know. But um, yeah, it was, a, it was, it really did probably dampen baseball and the experience for me because it did just get pretty old. Yeah, I bet it did. That's a lot of reps, honestly, because how long was it like May to August? Yeah, it was – well, it was like nine weeks, eight weeks. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, so two months. Yeah. That's a lot and of And it was like two months, like 65 hours a week. Yeah. It was – I'm going to I'm gonna learn how much I love baseball this spring because I am, like, working exclusively with baseball. And so, like, every home game I'll be working. And then they play, like, 
62 games a season. So there's going to be a lot of fucking home games. <laughs> See, I'm telling you, the COVID year, maybe 60 games is too short for the MLB, but I'm telling you, maybe 80. 162 is just too I think too 100. Long. Everyone agrees. 100 is a great number, I think. Yeah, and it's a nice round number, you know. Just yeah. like the NFL, 17 sucks. Just bump it up to 20. I mean, let's go. Uh, that's a <laughs> lot of games. I agree. That, honestly, let's go 20. They used to play uh, 20 with the preseason. Yeah, but they didn't really play 20. Like, the guys weren't playing, you know. Turner, what are the Bears going to do with head coach? Get off on a sports tangent real quick. Well, um, I don't I, I don't have a lot of faith in the Bears' ownership. They've consistently over the past decade since the Levy Smith hiring shown that they have no clue how to hire a good GM and a good coach. I mean, they went through Mark Tressman, John Fox, and now Matt Nagy. And all three have been pretty unsuccessful. I mean, Mag- Nagy had one good year. Okay. Which is just honestly impressive to see one good year, seeing how bad his last three were. Um. It, it really blows my mind. And it just shows how amazing our defense was. Because if you were to go back and look at that year that the Bears were 12 and four, our defense was like number one in a ton mm-hmm. of categories. We had a huge turnover margin. We scored a lot of points on defense. Our offense was still not very good, but we scored a lot of points on defense that boosted our offense. Once that stopped, once Fangio was gone and that went out the window, the Bears just started stinking. Nagy sucked. His play calling unreal at times so do you think it all rests on the shoulders of the head coach then Uh, i mean to an extent yeah because i mean apparent because now there's stuff coming out out about his relationship with mitch trubisky and how he would berate him in front of the whole team of practice about how he could read routes and how he can do this out or the other instead of coaching him. And um, like people are coming out saying his coaching with Mitch was just absolutely garbage. And in fact, there was a meeting that Mitch scheduled with Nagy at the end of like the 2019 season mm-hmm. to go over the offense and how to make it better and how that he can improve as a quarterback and what he can work on in the offseason specifically. He had notes prepared. He had like, like maybe even game film and stuff prepared and Nagy no showed him absolute garbage head coach so the fact that we've hired the likes of that and mccaskey the one thing that makes me feel better is that we finally decided i don't know how it took this long that we're going to hire our gm before our head coach so that he kind of has some hand in the process um so and in terms of gm honestly i have no idea but if i were to choose a head coach it's such a big pool i don't know i think some interesting candidates um byron left which honestly i think he's one that could be that'd be sick interesting i think he'd relate well justin fields he played you know quarterback for a decent while in the league he seems to have a really good relationship with tom brady super bowl winning oc um so and he's a younger guy you know i I think we need some sort of innovation at quarterback or not at quarterback at our, our offensive coach and our head coach to push our offense in the direction it needs to go because it's never been our defense's fault consistently in the hundred plus years of the bears organization defense has been solid the offense has consistently been garbage we've not had a franchise quarterback our best quarterback ever was jay cutler and i liked jay cutler i liked watching him play he's not even close to a hall of famer 
not even close to a Hall of Famer. We've had nobody at this position, so we need someone to come in and foster Justin Fields. So whoever that could yeah. be, I don't know. I don't know, but and you know what's crazy too about Byron Leftwich? It's like okay, he could probably leave right now, but let's say Tom has two more years. Like why? Like why would you leave? That's such a good situation to take on a Bears team that's struggling. Like that's what I think is Eric Bieniemy's thing with Kansas City. He's interviewed for so many jobs that at this point, either something – people either don't like something about him or he just doesn't want to leave the Chiefs right now. It just doesn't make any sense. He literally – if he can just swallow his pride and remain the offensive coordinator, he's in the best situation in the NFL. But here's the thing about the, the Chicago Bears quarterback. Um, from everything I've seen, they have a favorable cap situation – They've got a young roster, especially on offense. They've even got a young defense in terms of Jalen Johnson at corner, Roquan Smith in his fourth year, fifth year, um, Eddie Jackson, which he kind of took a step back this year. That D-line's pretty a, old. I mean, Akeem Hicks, yes, is kind of aging out. Even Khalil Mack is kind of getting Lloyd. up there. Leonard Floyd's on the right. Floyd's on the Yeah, he left and got better, actually, of course. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. But um, I think we – but, like, on offense, Darnell Mooney, young. David Montgomery, young. Justin Fields, of course, young. Cole Komet, young. Offensive line, young. And so, if we just have a lot of potential, we just need someone to come in and really just fine-tune that baby and to where we could score 24 points a game, and that's all we need. Yeah, people are high on Cole Komet. He's, he's come on really strong. He, he, he really wasn't utilized as well as he could have been in – Nagy's era of course um they I mean Jimmy Graham's uh, you know probably a hall of fame tight end and stuff and he's had flashes but Nagy really tried to force him I don't know because he's a veteran or something like that and instead of until later when he started using Cole Komet and it's like wow look you're finding success yeah you think you think Matt Nag or do you think that Nagy goes anywhere does anything I'd I'd say he'd have to like drop back into a, a, maybe a coordinator role or maybe an assistant. I don't know. I don't see maybe, I mean, he was literally coach of the year that year with the Bears. So, I mean, maybe that on his resume is enough, but. Hey, maybe the bears hire Bobby Petrino. <laughs> <laughs> that would be wild. No, what I haven't that? gotten to ride on his motorcycle yet. Oh, what? Do you want to ride on the motorcycle, Alyssa? Yeah, of course uh, I do. For the pod, for the content. Isn't there a conspiracy that that didn't actually happen and that yeah. she, her, his mistress, her boyfriend. Her boyfriend beat him up because she was all upset about it? I think we talked about this on the pod. Well, that's a working theory. Oh, but. We might have. I didn't know that. I think one of our first episodes, we spoke about it. But yeah, yeah because I it was news to me as well. And it might have been when I was up there at a football game, Jordan, when I was yeah. with you. Could have been. We might have been, you know, <clears throat> the shit. Oh, no. Yeah, me, no me and Jordan made it up. <laughs> no, it but I had heard from some of my buddies who went to school down in Arkansas. There's been some rumblings around, you know. I don't, I mean, we could we'd probably test it, right? Yeah, Kern, are you going to beat up Petrino? <laughs> no, I, I told Alyssa day one, as soon as Bobby Petrino showed up, I was like, you need to get on the back of his moped or motorcycle. <laughs> and when you take a corner, you lay that bitch down. Make sure you got a helmet on. We're good. Let's get some of that Bring money. me my money. Yeah. <laughs> you guys weren't talking about that theory on at the game, were you, Turner? You mean, you know, the game? What game? 
my fifth year. That no, that was that was years ago. <laughs> that was before Petrino was even a thought to be the head yeah. coach. So. Oh, that's right. That's not right. The, not that's the game. Right. Thank God. Man, Pat, the, the game. game where somehow Curran was the voice of reason. You were egging me on, if I remember. Right. <laughs> yeah, Curran. Anyone that I knows Curran, off your anyone ass. that knows Curran knows that's probably exactly what. No, happened. when, I when Curran gets the Curran's probably like, to yeah, be, yeah, to be an instigator, Curran dives in to be the instigator. He would get you no. to do. Curran will literally get you to do anything. I think. No, I mean, I made a complete fool of myself. That's a moment I literally look back on in complete shame. And the feeling I get when I think about it is <laughs> utterly. <laughs> It's one of the worst feelings of all time, honestly. And uh, I feel terrible that it actually happened. I, I am beside myself that I let myself get. And that's that kind of how I was that feeling sitting beside you. <laughs> you can say I instigated all you want. But I don't remember. I had Carla, the coaches, and the police coming up to us. I was like, listen, guys. Hey, I'm trying, got, I'm the coaches did not come up to us. Yeah, the coaches. Carla did. No, fine, fine. Eight, whoever, the little helpers were. Over there looking like <laughs> oh, little helpers. Look, I know I wasn't there, but I kept getting text from Curran. Like, Turner's going off the rails. It's all Turner. And I was like, there's no way that you're not piling Thank on. You. And yeah. that I, because I was traveling. I'm going to have to go like, ahead and call horseshit on I remember okay, a few times. I don't remember anything said but i remember of course current saying yelling something and then i remember the fans behind us were actually kind of also cheering us on laughing and being like yeah so the fans also were kind of getting me riled up but no, i mean no excuses no, honestly I, no I excuses no explanations serious. what i did was a complete embarrassment to myself and to the team and um i wish i could apologize to everyone there that was there that day because it was really bad seems you like that's me. not your first apology no, I don't I think you've it is. Done that before? Yeah. No, that is the first time I've probably even addressed it. Besides yeah, just laughing actually. about it with Chandler. <laughs> <laughs> he earned me a head uh, a meeting with the head ball coach. <laughs> Following that game, uh, it was not a good game either. We got our absolute ass kicked by South Dakota. So yeah, that was just a really good weekend for the Bears. <laughs> <laughs> As we had quite a few, but yeah. What was your guy? Could, let's let's talk. Let's talk a little football. We got some. Th- us three have some good stories. What's uh? What was like one of your guys' least favorite? Like not, I guess favorite's not the word. But what's some of the losses that really stood out to you <laughs> that you like remember still? Like it could be like a loss that we actually had a close game, or like just like when we got our fucking ass kicked well one of the reasons that i kind of went off that south dakota game was because of how we lost the year previous to south dakota where yeah it's we get first and goal on like the four yard line we go outside zone outside zone um we have it we have a speed option where if peyton pitches it to nick he nick walks in but i mean it's, it's with his left hand so maybe he was like you know or didn't see it and then we run speed option on fourth and goal um, and get stuffed and uh, so we got we lost kind of in a heartbreaker game we probably should have won a uh, game I think overall we played better and lost and then um, the next year I was just like we've got a chance I didn't realize how that we were going to be one in ten material again that year yeah um, I should have but 
I was like, no way South Dakota's going to come in here and just completely dog us. Like, this could be a good game. We've got a chance. I think we stay in it. We, we can win late. And then it's 24-0 with 7.52 left in the first quarter. And I am just absolutely going bananas, okay? I'm, it was just unbelievable to watch. There was just – it was hard. It was just unreal. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so, wait, is that your – is the South, is the game at South Dakota your, like, least favorite loss? No, I'd say the most embarrassed I've been in a game would probably be my redshirt freshman year, my first year starting. We went to Memphis? No, North Dakota State, the final game of the year. which doesn't mean anything, but they still sell it out. There's like 30,000 screaming fans in there. It's just insane. It's the first third down, and for some reason, um, you know, with, with our staff, brilliant staff, <laughs> we hadn't – really practice silent count very much and so we like practice it the walkthrough or like the thursday practice before but we really hadn't practiced that that much in a week and so it's like the first third down and it is rocking and i've got greg menard who was like an all-american dn lined up over me i'm looking at the ball back at him back at the ball back at him in the split second that i look again from him back at the ball like kind of out of the corner of my eye the ball was gone and then i look back and he's basically gone i try to chase him upfield strip sack fumble touchdown oh and then i think it was like 55-0 at half yeah it was just the most i've ever been embarrassed in a game was when i snapped it over withrow's head at youngstown state uh it was a wet game though you had a good excuse yeah yeah no but it was uh that feeling is just a sinking feeling because like I'm sure you felt like, even though, like, you just sometimes, you know, you get beaten football, you just felt like you were like, oh, dude, 100% my fault. That's the exact feeling I had. I was yeah. like, dude, it's my, it's really my one job. And like, I can't use the rain as an excuse. Like, I just fucked everybody. <laughs> dude, like, I don't, you know, but, always killed us. Dude yes even when they were not very good they like we never even got close bro my redshirt freshman year when it was d cole's last game so at youngtown state at plaster yeah that was one of my my, that was one of my two uh games i didn't start on with those two dns that were like from nebraska and they fucked us like i'm sorry to for dropping the f-bomb but there is no other uh, adjective to describe the kind of beating we got. It was, it was like their, it was like their fourth string running back put up like 200 yards rushing. Yeah, and they ran all. I think it was like 650 yards or something like that. And every time we played them, it was like fucking rainy, freezing, cold, freezing. Or a mix of the two. It was horrible. They are the oh, penguins, dude. Honestly, that game that we had at Youngstown when I snapped it over with those head. We're lucky it wasn't like two degrees colder because it would have been a fucking blizzard. Yeah. Honestly, that rain, dude, that rain was insane. Yeah. Like it was raining really hard. Every time we went into Youngstown, it was like the color just got drained from the world. It was oh, like, yeah. If depression had a town, it would be Youngstown. Oh, literally. Like, like dark brick buildings and like even the stadium is depressing to look yeah just like rusty like rusty pipes on the outside of buildings and like Like standing water everywhere 
and like somehow. a random like a random smokestack just like off yeah. in the distance yes. like just industrial it's just oh yeah i remember after that game me and nick were in the shower and like you know it was a, it was the last game of the year that year and yeah. so like we had our, we had hugged all the seniors and blah 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 and whatever and so it you know it'd been 45 an hour basically passed and we're in the shower and of course nick says something kind of funny and i just kind of like laugh and he kind of laughs and of course here comes back around the corner what the hell are y'all laughing about was that fun and just like well, went off on us and i was like tell, sorry tell the story about uh were you at were you at was it north dakota state that uh coming back from the game had plane problems and you were in the airport for like hours it was a Youngstown game. It was it was the Youngstown game, and that's when we oh, had was, the quarterback coach was Verduzco. Verduzco freak out, yeah. Fucking lost his mind Dude, after Ar- that- Was it Arkansas? It was like some trick punt or some shit that went on the <laughs> TV while we were watching. And all of us were like, "Holy shit!" And yeah, watch Verduzco has to climb up on a chair to get onto another chair so he can be above all of us. <laughs> To start screaming about how shitty we are. It's like, Jesus, dude. Turner, this was a, a fucking airport in rural fucking Ohio. For like three hours after. Yeah, for stopped. hours. It was like, dude, sorry. Something about this needs to be fun. Something about yeah. this. We can't just get shit on every week. And then you guys being the military dictators you want to be. It, you can't run a football team like that. Of course, you're going to start like having division between the coaches and the players because you nothing remember? about when we see you is fun yeah i just want to yeah, hit you that year Turner. this is a long time ago early in our careers do you remember it was produced it was like my it was my true freshman year produce was the quarterback's coach like on mondays or some shit we would like you know how we would come in like some people would watch film but we'd have like a signals test and he would like get up in front of the team and like do the signals and, and they'd always do and, like the hummer and everybody on the on the offense, no matter what you did, like had to like go sit through this test and like yeah. write out the signals. No matter like he, like I was a practice squad guy. <laughs> well, like, you it was to, like it was like why was like fifty page tests too, didn't you? Yeah, honestly though, that is why I knew the offense. Like Fermanek knew it the best, and I think even he would tell you this. I think I knew it second best because <laughs> we. Yeah. I would I would consistently get better tight end test grades than uh probably yeah st pete and scotty and i'm not even talking shit i had a lot more time (laughs) to study than they did because like they had to actually practice like i was just kind of watching and observing and plus taking the notes so it was like you know for sure tight end in our offense was by far the hardest position to learn and to understand and to know everything because you have to know and understand the blocking schemes you have to know all the passing schemes you have to know pass protection you i mean even Fermanek at points was playing like just a wildcat goal line back i mean the dude did everything in our offense basically so there's just so much to know there but like what what astounded me was like playing offensive line it's it was so simple i mean it, it was made so easy for us but you just still had some of these guys just not be able to figure it out i mean unbelievable stuff sometimes you hear in that meeting room you're like we're just there just be times where guys coach Goff would be like all right you're on the back side of his own play what's his double team called middle of the season we've been doing this for now like 20 freaking weeks and and uh uh, uh yeah it, it just drove me wild like it was and, not hard to know how to play offensive line in our system and you know what turner though i think 
you you know this and I know this from one year, like how frustrating coaching is. Like imagine how frustrated they are, like that you're yeah. not picking it up. It's like, how do you not how are you not getting it? And Literally. it's like, but I think that gives you a more appreciation for for coaches for sure. At least it did me. No, I mean a hundred percent because it is um it is a it, whole other level mind blowing understand it. Is, it. Especially because I was coaching D line and shout out D line, mo- probably the most one of the most important positions on the football field, but one of the easiest for sure to, to understand, to, ex- to understand, to explain. To That's learn. where you put the stupidest and, people. And, and I can't tell you how many times right before snap, me at middle linebacker would have to run down and move one of our defensive <laughs> fucking noses into a different gap right yeah. before the play started. Literally. It's like this is a, a pirate. It's this literally day one stunt that we learn. Hold the gap. You aren't even lined up in the right gap. It's just right or left is all it yeah. is. Right or left. You only have two spots you can be in. And, Line and up in your forward. freaking gap. Read left or, or right and forward. Yeah. Left or right and forward. That's all you have to do. Literally. <laughs> it's the easiest position on the field to know. Yeah. yeah. And I'd have to run up and move these motherfuckers two gaps over right before the snap happened. Because okay, they had Kurt. no idea where they were. Curran, you didn't answer, so I want to know what your what 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 is a loss that stands out in your mind that you all that still that doesn't necessarily haunt you, but you think about it and you're like, damn. Uh, there's two. Can I guess one? I think for yeah. you, mm-hmm. I think one for sure is Western Illinois yep. at Plaster. Oh yep. my gosh, fuck that game. That game fucking sucked. We should have won that game. Heartbreaker, dude. They pulled my ass out. No, no offense to Anthony Upchurch. I love you very much. But they pulled my ass out to go into nickel after I had had this guy's fucking number all game long. And what do you know? They bring in nickel for a pass option. And sure as shit, the guy just blows the doors off of Upchurch. Yeah. Runs free into the end zone. And it's like, come the fuck on. It's third and 14. We just put in the work to get him all the way back here. I remember it was third and 14. You can go back and look. Yeah, no, it was, but I don't third think he scored. Seven. I don't think he scored. I think he just got the first No, he down. didn't. He did because Dylan – oh, They got the fourth and goal on the two. one. They got the fourth and goal on yeah, the one, no, and Dylan the... Cole almost stopped him, and then their offensive yeah. lineman pulled him in. Yep. So, yeah, that one – I see. I've tried to erase it out of my fucking memory. And that I was a game – that I got It was 31-14 going to the fourth quarter, and we and took we the lead 35-31. to We had a hell of a comeback, and it fucking – Dang it. I'm pretty sure shout out D D Dion five Holloman. I think he had a punt return in that game. I think so, yeah. Because that thing that's that's kind of what brought us. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. The other one wants me. What was uh Dion's a good punt? He was a great punt returner. Dude, there was this one at like uh, when South Dakota State came to town. And he was super strong. But uh, there was one where yeah, South Dakota State was in town, and dude, he—I swear, it, he broke like six tackles, seven tackles. In oh, yep, I do remember that one. He scored towards Grand, I think. Yes, he and he like ran backwards, and he was all over. Yeah, it was an incredible play. It really was. Yeah, it was sick. Um, sorry, Curran, cut you off. What? You were you were okay? You talked about Western Illinois, and now you said you had two. Yeah, the second one. I don't know if you guys remember the score. I'm sure you do because you cared. Well, more it sounds like but it was southern illinois at southern illinois where they broke 
their record. 75 points. For most points scored against an opponent at home. 75. Uh, that, was my, that was my true freshman year. And I remember that. being in the bus and looking out the window at the stadium as we were driving off and still seeing the scoreboard. And I was oh. like, oh, my God. Yeah. Wait, what was the final score? 75 to 26. Oh, and I'm pretty sure, points. and they I'm, announced it too. I'm like pretty first. sure that was the last game that Booker was in, because if I remember correctly, we had that Sunday practice, and then that's when mm-hmm. him and Zach had their tiff, and then he got or he quit the team, and because um, of his attitude, yeah. And um, then we didn't score more than seven points the rest of the season. We scored either zero or seven. We were the first team in like 30 years to be shut out in Missouri State history. Yeah, well, after after all knowing Stack kicked off our All American fucking center. Yeah. Remember that year too? We got our ass kicked at home by Indiana State. Yeah. Dude, that... we only beat a D2 school by eight points. Yeah, I was actually going to use that as my like not as as a win that stuck in in my head negatively because <laughs> I remember, that was my true freshman year. I wasn't playing, and I just remember like after that game, like first off feeling helpless because it was the first time I had just like been to a football game in my like gear and like hadn't done anything like just standing there. Yeah. So like I felt just like ugh, and then the mood in the locker room stuck out in my mind too because like. Nobody was happy that we won. Like we barely won. Yeah, and they're like, "It sounds like it's, it looks like a funeral here." And it's like, "Yeah, because we aren't stupid." <laughs> yeah, we understand yeah, what just happened. The coaches came in and like trying to get us pumped up. Gosh, can we wait real quick? This makes me think about halftime. Can we? Talk if we take about... away seven plays, no, no, no. Whenever Coach Stack choked out, who was he choking? Vashon. Sean Sanders. Yes. Landers with an L. Landers. Grabbed him by the throat. He was like, <laughs> he he's like, you just got to go out there and want to kill somebody. And Sean's like. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. <sighs> and then we're all like, okay, here we go. <laughs> like Jeeper. That shit was hilarious. Yeah, that was wild. Vashawn Landers, he was my locker mate my freshman year. He was a cool guy. I really liked him. Yeah, he, he was. really was cool. I liked him. Dude, there were some throwbacks near my first locker. Brandon Wright, Vashawn. Wasn't uh, Brandon Wright like 28? Yeah, I had... Um, <laughs> I love Brandon Wright. Though. Dude, who was that guy? What was that guy's name? That Oh, Joe Eason. Joe, Joe the Arizona State transfer. Yes, number nine, I think, before Brody was nine. The, but I, I uh, just yeah, he was next to me. Dude, there were some cool guys next to me. I liked <laughs> Joe Eason. He was funny to talk to. He was like one of those, he was just a quiet guy, but like could, he had funny things to say if you could talk yeah. to him. Dude, it was just um it just always blew me away though that like I came in, no one else recruited me on like 30% scholarship. And then we have transfers from Arizona State who come here and can't even play. Yeah, and it's like it, it just blows me away sometimes the recruiting process. Like how they does don't that know happen? whether it's fucking Tuesday or Chicago out there by the time you know they're on the field. Yeah, it's like Literally. no offense to Joe or anything. I mean, nice guy and stuff, but it's like he did not play at Missouri State. And it's like, how did he get to Arizona State before get to Missouri State and then couldn't still could not play? And it's like, how does how does the recruiting process even work at the time? It just doesn't make any sense. Huge. Speaking of speaking of defensive backs, I want to give a quick shout out to Darius Joseph. Have you guys seen him on Instagram? That kid is freaking jacked, dude. Really? Holy crap. Yeah. I I saw him. 
you know, whatever, respect where it's due. Kid looks good. And he was always like weirdly strong and like in shape and, you know, he, had, he was I the kid that jumped like a 40 plus inch oh my God. every weekend. Yeah. Oh, it's funny. He actually works with uh, one of my buddies from back home. His name's David Lee. But all Rod. of a sudden, I get, I get it. No, David Lee. Chandler. David D. David Lee. He's a great golfer. Anyways, all of a sudden, I get a Snapchat and it's Darius Joseph and David Lee. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Where do they work at? Uh, couldn't tell you. Wow. Some friend he must be to you. Um, I mean, it's not like it, it's not like fucking Microsoft or some shit. It's a it's somewhere in a restaurant is where it was. Okay, jeez, didn't know you had to work at Microsoft for it to matter, dude. Speaking of Microsoft, they bought God, uh, Activision Blizzard. If you're that's the only thing I was going to talk about tonight. Yeah, current. Have you been playing any video games recently? Of course. What do you play? One of them by Bungie, Halo Infinite just came out. Is it a free a multiplayer? Hmm? Is it free multiplayer? If you have the um, Game Pass. I have Game Pass. There you go. It's free. Beautiful game. Is it, it worth it, is it worth playing? Oh, it runs beautifully, honestly, for it being such a brand new game compared to the Call of Duties and shit like that. It's Turner, what do you think? I've also had a lot of fun playing Halo um Kern. We should definitely play some time since yeah. um we are part of the PC Overlord Master Race. True. And um, can play, you know, at 155 frames per second. True. So um, I might just overclock it and go fucking untapped frame race. No big deal. G-Day, my monitor only goes to 155, so I guess that's all I can got. You, can you cross-platform? Yes. I think Halo. So I, uh, most games now are just allowing it. So I can, I can play with you guys. Yes. Especially now, like with Microsoft buying Activision, like you're probably going to see even more games become. So yeah, let me hear. This is the one thing I want to talk about tonight. Just want for those who don't know, Microsoft just bought out Activision Blizzard for sixty-seven billion dollars. With a B. Uh, with a yes. B. Holy. Ninety-five dollars a share. The reason this is pretty big is because it sets up. It's. It's almost like a Nestle origin story. Uh, you have one of the biggest companies of all time buying out one of the top two to three biggest game developers other than Sony. But yes, Microsoft just bought out Activision Blizzard. Activision, who controls Treyarch, you know, Sledgehammer, all these other game studios that they've bought out also are the makers of Call of Duty. Yeah. Uh, Then you have Blizzard, the maker of World of Warcraft and StarCraft, Diablo, Overwatch. Small communities. Now all under the control of Microsoft, which looking at it sounds awesome. Just because right now Activision is kind of under the, the the eye of scrutiny because of some horrible practices in their in their hierarchy, uh, you can do your own research on that one. But shout out to Microsoft. I hope now every video game that they make is coming out on Game Pass. They already have twenty five million subscribers on Game Pass. 
paying over what ten dollars a month that's a that's a cool what 250 mil a month now you're going to add in the other two largest gaming franchises really besides sony in the world uh, what's the other one besides sony rockstar no it was sony it was um microsoft and i believe it was square enix but i could be wrong Alyssa, you following all this? Because I'm sure not. <laughs> mm, I've heard him talk about it a lot, but uh, well, I mean, the deal is... went through today, so it's it's just it's kind of crazy. It's kind of like a Disney or a Nestle or something like that. They literally just got control of the market space. Just just a legitimate like monopoly. Uh, that's what i'm saying like is there not any like pushback from some sort of government agency you would think there'd be an antitrust law yeah but But, like why why is it a bit why is it bad that they're doing this like is it bad i don't think it's It's, bad no 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 right well right now it's not bad but why would it get bad how would it be well because then they can because you looked at ea microsoft who their main downfall is microtransactions and turning every game into a fucking a game into basically a casino because you can gamble real world world money to get in-game currency or equipment or things like that. So then it doesn't turn into just a fucking video game. It turns into kids spending money, especially when there's no there's no way to trace who's purchasing this stuff there's no barrier to put your credit card on and buy a whole bunch of cosmetics on fortnite or whatever it is or on call of duty buying warzone bucks or whatever the fuck it is so it turns into sure it's fine because we're controlling it and we're keeping it all triple a everything's going to be good but then you turn into literally teaching kids how to gamble and spending and, money for this shit and not only that but it's just like in a you know capitalist structure like we have you want more and more companies you don't want just one company owning everything making all unilateral decisions and just dictate everything that you know and see and hear about gaming you want other companies that compete because innovation thrives with competition and that's the whole point of having all of these different companies and having so much choice Um, which is awesome and I love and that's what's kind of like freaking me out is I mean yeah it seems like cool and maybe they can have like seamless interfaces that they can implement with the Xbox game pass and all the games they can add to it and blah 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 but at the same time it's just what this could possibly lead to I don't know I'm too probably I'm probably too stupid to even consider an option or I'm probably so cynical as well looking at the whole industry and what has happened in the last 10 years with the introduction of microtransactions. Yeah. Oh, one of the companies that they just acquired was King, the creators of Candy Crush. Wow. Yep. Huh. Which, how much money have they generated? Through and King is one of the no, top sure. five gaming companies, and they have one fucking game, is Candy Crush. That's crazy. Yeah. So a it's... phone app, literally a phone app makes that much money. That's insane. It's, and it's because kids fucking pay money. They get credit cards and stuff like that. And that's just what... Right now, I think it's a good thing. I, th- I think it will be a good thing. They they have the money. They have the resources. They want to keep these organizations not private, but in their own clique, almost, if that makes sense. You know, yeah, they does. still report to the whole, but 
there's they still have their own culture and things like that but once the dollars are adding up 67 billion dollars they spent on this 67 billion they know what the fuck they're doing there's no way they looked at this without knowing that they're not gonna violate any antitrust laws and that there's no gonna be no fucking pushback if there is pushback i bet they fucking well a little money here yeah it's not like they don't have the tech lobbyists and they're paying off all the congressmen and women and they's and them's uh, you know to ensure (laughs) that there is no pushback whatsoever on this absolutely because well here's your extra million dollars on your year plus your you know three million in your oil lobbyist money you get so it's just it's still 18 months out the merger will complete in june 2023 so we shall see what happens wow love that completely random here but i'm gonna bring this up because i just saw this turner todd bowles tampa bay defensive coordinator interviewing for bears head coaching job friday yeah they're apparently they're casting a very wide net they're gonna interview like the oc and dc for the bills they're gonna interview OC and DC for the Bucks, apparently, obviously. Um, David so Brian Flores. Oh, man, <laughs> that would be awesome. Um, so, the other cast in a wide net. I I just really hope – I mean, Todd Bowles, I'm sure, would be a fine coach. But I, I just – I want an offensive-minded coach. Like I said, the Bears' problem throughout our history has not been our defense. We don't mean, need a defensive mind to come in here and change our defense up and make us a great defense. Our defense is fine. We've been consistently top 10, top 15 – um, and even flashes a top five in some years recently. So the, what we need is some someone to come in and fix our offense, get our offense flowing s- smoothly, run the ball with David Montgomery, get Darnell Mo- Mooney going, get play action with Cole Komet going, just be consistent, put up 24 points and our defense and out of 17 games will win you probably 11 to 13 if you hold, if you score 24 points a game. Well, with a few of- added pieces, of course, you know. You know, with our offensive line needs to be better. I, I mean, our our run game is fine, but our pass game just been was literally last under Nagy. So, I just I think that's what we need an offensive mind to come in and really innovate that team, get them moving in that direction. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, Alyssa, this would be a good time. What's what's our bachelor update? We need to get this done. Right. Um, also, I would like to chip in my greatest loss as a bear there we go that is so rude of me actually i am very sorry Alyssa. yeah it's okay you guys were on a roll it's okay please Um, tell us well we were at nebraska and we lost 25 to 5 and i think what i mean nebraska but the first two sets were 25 20 and 25 15 and then somewhere along the way our setter got the yips and she was doubling uh, every single ball. So it was like we couldn't do anything. And then we put in another setter and she also had the yips. So it was just like ridiculous. Oh, so and the ref went like this. Every single time. <laughs> <laughs> like she was bump setting. Like she couldn't use her hands. And she okay. soon after quit. But it was just awful to be at Nebraska at this beautiful stadium packed at a tournament. So there were like schools from all over just there watching and just to to be down 19 to like three like god please end it just like i don't want to be here they pity us their fans are booing us oh my god that's brutal yeah that volleyball tournaments i was 
obviously worked two, actually three, including the Ohio Valley Championship this year. They're fun. They crowds get rowdy. Like volleyball, I think does a great. Like it's just it's a majority parents crowd, family crowd. But I think they know that. Like going in, they there was some of the. It was a lot of fun. Volleyball terms were a lot of fun, honestly. Yeah, I always love hearing uh, Kern and Pat yelling at the refs whenever they get upset. And my oh, team's yeah. poking me. They're like, look what Curran's doing. I'm like, I yeah. can hear him. There's not one a lot of, my, of people here. One of my least favorite parts about my job is my uh, inability to yell at the refs. I want to just yell all the time. Can't do it. Yeah. I wish yeah. I had a, some sort of Excel sheet of how many times my dad's been thrown out of fucking basketball and baseball games. It'd be legendary, honestly. Well, he was my – yeah, he was my coach for basketball and baseball growing up and my brothers and sisters, so. Right, so I he mean, was pretty experienced. Oh, and he loved getting tossed out, too. I think he really liked it. <laughs> He'd go into the outfield with his car, pull it in, and then turn on the brights so he's just out in the – in center field, his brights on honking and shit. That was – Yeah. Alyssa, do you do you have any do you have a win that you'd want to that like stands out in your mind the most? Maybe your last one. You won I do. Your last game, right? Uh, I just want Alyssa's current, not yours. I didn't ask for okay. yours. I try and block that out. This past season was. You try to block out wins. Just the whole thing. I just hated every last minute of it. I was dying to get out of there. I didn't have fun in the last the last stretch. I know, and every week we were talking about how I needed to enjoy it, and I enjoyed the people, but the act of like driving to Hammonds was not fun and getting yelled at for stupid shit, and you know whatever coaches are going to be, how they're going to be. But um, greatest win, I would say, you and I, my sophomore year, we won in five. Really? Yeah, at home. Who were the seniors that year? Cambry Villarreal, Ashley Oh, Oppoven, nice. Okay. Ashley Oppoven, Mackenzie Irwin, and Emily Butters. Wow. Mackenzie Irwin married now or engaged? Uh, she lives with me. Me and, well, the three of us engaged. all live together. Yeah, they're engaged. The wedding is June 26th. Her and Brock Hughes. Hell yeah. That's right. Oh, Brock Hughes, what a guy. Best, one of what the best guys I've ever met. Wrong guy. Is it? Yeah. Oh my gosh! Crazy I, well, well, we want to talk about how crazy strong it is. I want the record to show that me and him had to do a one v one tug of war, and your boy KB drug his ass across the bear head. Which so, I was nervous for you. I really was because he squatted. I was like nervous. Pounds. Like I was that. nervous as fuck. The whole time. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I'll have to yeah. ask. Him. Those uh, were as long as you didn't have. Sorry, listen real quick. <laughs> sorry as. As long as you didn't have to do the competition, they were a lot of fun. Oh, it was a lot of fun to watch. <laughs> dude, yeah, because they do them at the beginning. We had some and guys crazy would be ones. Dead dude, they, were, they were horrible. I didn't get called. I got called, I think, three times. Worst mornings of my life after that. Remember Look. when Kern and Firm went against each other in like a strength competition and Firm outweighed Kern by like 50 pounds and yeah i think it was stronger. the one where you i think it was the one where he harnessed in and you turned around and had to bear crawl away from the other person something yeah, like that yeah and we then, had bear crawl away from and then Kern was like well let's fucking run around the field and so then Kern smoked him around the, uh, with a lap around the field and then we had a condition and him and firm were 
Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then remember, okay, remember that same competition, bear crawl away from each other, Brock Hughes versus Cole. Cole's worst attribute was his lower body. Everybody was very worried about Cole. No, it was Skylar Hulse. Oh, I thought it was Cole versus Brock. No, it's got a holes. And uh, that was a winning edge one, wasn't it? it like, wasn't okay, so that wait, in, so, uh, wait, what was the matchup? Skyler and Cole. I thought oh. so. Maybe Cole and uh, maybe Cole. They always gave Cole like the 240 pounder because they knew he squatted 225 I pounds. Thought, I thought I remember Cole versus Brock Hughes on the football field in the summer. Perhaps that did happen. Maybe. Like I, said, I, I remember the winner. One. I remember the winning edge one more. Okay. See, I'm thinking of the summer, but I could have it wrong. But still, I really think I really think that happened, and everybody was worried about Cole. But in that one, your mass eventually takes over as long as you can withstand the first yeah. initial burst. As long as you're not Cole, slip right off the bat. I think that's what Cole did. I think he dug in and let Brock tire himself out and drug him the other way. But we got we got to give a shout out to the undefeated um champion in that brad Pryor. no one could oh. ever even think about touching him in that who would yeah. who would, who would challenge barrel body brad Not nobody dude, dude no nope. i mean people had to go against him but it was just yeah. like straight walked back dude no shade here because he would have done the same thing to me but he bodied ej remember yeah didn't he oh, like fall and he started dragging him and stuff? <laughs> and EJ was talking a lot of shit that morning. And as <laughs> as football teaches us all, dude, it can just you can get your ass whipped big yeah. time. Humbles current, you. I got current bad as a young bear in the spring. I got my ass whipped by current. And it was like Oklahoma drill. And it was, I think it was to it was to lose the practice. Mm-hmm. It was to lose the practice, and Curran fucking swam me so hard. I fucking olayed you. <laughs> yeah. That's perfect. And then and Nick Masoner was running. Yeah, back. it was Masoner. I I left Masoner out to dry. Yeah, he you got did. His ass, God. He got well, his the ass first. Clocked. Well, we went once, right? And they called it. They, they blew it dead. Yeah. And I had just gone so low on you, and then the next one, I could just see you were almost falling over in your stance. And as soon as they said hi, I just stood up and he changed just goes zipping by me. Yeah, had my and eyes I mean, down. I was wide open. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly best, what happened. Probably the best move I had in all, all of my years, games yeah. included. Best move. Well, honestly, I'm glad that I could have get I gave you that moment. I, I I'm really glad it. you earned it. You earned it. So I appreciate it. That's good stuff. Um Alyssa, you never gave us the bachelor update. Right. Uh, last week, Hillary Duff was a guest. Wow. Is she dating the guy? No. She has kids and they were doing like a, all the girls set up the kids' birthday party. And so, no, sorry, she's not dating him. She just. Sorry that, no. <laughs> sorry that a chick came on The Bachelor and I assumed they were dating the guy. This is right. what I love. About the channel. This is what I love. About. No, I'm sorry about the sass. I, I know, but Curran gives me a hard time. Uh, no, yeah, she was just a guest, and it was like her kid's birthday party, and so they had to set up all the shit, and the girls just had a good time, I guess, with Hillary Duff. Turner, are you watching any reality TV right now? Survivor on, or any of that dumb shit? Season 41 wrapped up um, <laughs> a couple weeks back. I got to fortunately watch the finale with old pool shark Nick Mason or before he wrapped oh. up and uh, ooh, moved ooh, out of the ooh. house. Yes, put your fins up, everybody. Um, 
Yeah, so um, yeah, Survivor's over and done with. It was a decent season, not too shabby. They it was um shortened season, only twenty six days instead of thirty nine, which added some twists and turns of its own, which um mm-hmm. me and Nick did find very uh, exciting. Um, have to switch it up after forty one tries. Yeah. He he kind of um he kind of not bandwagon, but there was always like this kind of girl who wasn't getting much attention middle of the show early on in the show and he's like i like her and then she actually ended up winning so he kind of got on the train early with her that sounds like nick nick he's a smart cookie man he, you know he really no is. no he he read something he saw something. no yeah, but the survivor's one of those shows that it's not like the bachelor where you know the winner before the season even starts like they keep it tight like if you get voted off you don't go home you go on a cruise until the jury and then once the jury starts then you go to what they call ponderosa where and then they come oh. back each week for the vote or not each nick, week, i know week. nick knows people in ponderosa nick might have his connections i don't know but do you um, remember speaking of reality tv and the bachelor and how you know the winner before the winner or before the show even happens remember when we got zach draked yeah yeah at Weller at Weller, dude, during an episode, ruined the entire show for me, Nick, and Jordan. He like told us he won. Good, <laughs> I love that. Yeah, we had like four or five weeks left, and it just made it like not that fun to like keep watching. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> well, thanks, Zach, because we know now. So, yeah. shout out Zach Drake for that one, fucking idiot. Has Zach been on the pod? Mm-hmm. He hasn't been on this episode though, or has he? Yeah, he was on with us. He did it. Okay. I couldn't remember. I knew he'd been on football. I didn't know if he had been on, on this episode. Um, yeah, it was it was really good. Yeah, it'd be good to have him back on too. Oh, Florida State just made one at the at half court, but I don't think it's gonna count. Did uh, the Jayhawks end up winning? They did, they won by three. Nice. They don't lose. They are one of the best programs in all of sports. They just don't lose ever. Yeah, but, but they also don't win natties. It's been yeah, 13 years, 14 years almost. They have a they have a few, they have quite a few natties. <laughs> well, yeah, but like I said, what have you done for me lately? I'd like to say to one another. I, th- I think COVID year with Azubuke, I think they would have had a really good shot at winning that year. No, they had Azubuke for one, and they gave up the most three points. Dude, Azubuke that, that year was playing better than he had ever played. Ask played. Nick Masoner, though. Nick would agree with that me. That game against Villanova gave the most threes in NCAA history. Why are we talking about Kansas? Okay, it's a historic right – that's a historic game. It happens sometimes. Okay. No, it was only because Kansas couldn't guard the three. They were wide open all day. They didn't have one contested three. And that was year before. The, the previous year, as a bouquet was quicker, better, and was putting up better numbers. And I think they would have had a really good shot. You Stop know what saying as a bouquet, dude. You know Stop. what I think, Turner? You've been living with <laughs> – you've been living with Nick Masoner for far too long. No, I mean, Claire's family, they're all Jayhawk fans, too. So, I've kind of jumped on the bandwagon. Yeah. Uh, Okay, that's the show, everybody. (laughs) Uh, uh, But, I guess, are we good or (laughs) do we have more? Uh, There's uh, one thing I want to talk about. One cool thing. Oh, please, bring it. I just wrote it down. I saw it randomly. Um, As you guys know, I like space. I like astronomy kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And I just saw this. thought it was interesting. Um, there was a uh, thing, a satellite called the Cassini Huygen, I think. Um, it was launched in 1997 and it was sent to Saturn to study Saturn and its moon as it take pictures and stuff. And there is a moon on Saturn or not on Saturn, but one of Saturn's moons called Enceladus, which they observed hydrogen vents spewing water into the atmosphere. And they believe that there is a actual good chance 
and like the scientist that worked on this um, satellite is quoted as saying he would be very surprised if they did not find some sort of life beneath the ice on Enceladus, the moon of Saturn. So, I mean, it's kind of, it's one of those things, you know, where who knows, but this is uh, something you can obviously look up. It's a legit satellite, took pictures of Saturn, studied its moons and, um, I just thought it was really cool. I just passed by and knew I was coming on, so I just kind of jotted Jordan, it down. Jordan, how, how, how could there be life out there if God didn't make it? That's the biggest question. Right. You know, that's maybe a question for another podcast, but... Uh, I agree. Um, but I just thought it was pretty neat. <laughs> that is really cool. I, gotta I agree. That is very, very cool. Um, dude, I wonder, if, I wonder how close in the future, like, living on another planet is. Elon seems to think that not very far away we'll have people on mars it's gonna like what like i guess what i mean more to say is like when is it realistic for like somebody that isn't a billionaire to afford it not soon i don't think so either not very soon at all yeah uh have you guys seen elon's new haircut yeah no he's a tell you what i'm not listening to anybody with that haircut <laughs> well, you don't have to listen to him. True. You don't have to at all, actually, if you don't want to, which maybe maybe you shouldn't, but maybe you should at the same time. He kind of he does seem to know a lot. He's got some pretty good rockets. We can all agree on that. Yeah. Right. SpaceX is pretty cool. Okay, everybody. I think that's the show. Um keep following us on Instagram and Twitter at figure it out underscore pod. Uh, episode will be out later. Don't forget about our YouTube. We'll be getting that out on our social media as well. Football podcast recording tomorrow out Thursday as always. Um, NFC, AFC divisional round uh, could have uh, another a Jake Berger back on the podcast tomorrow. So hopefully we can get that squared away. You three, I appreciate it um, as always. I'll talk to you guys later. Yep. Go Bills.